to another episode on the KFT Church Podcast, hosted by Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Bezzy Osei. Here, they share conversations and wisdom nuggets on Jesus, love, marriage, fellowship, and, and everything else you didn't think you needed to know about this walk with Christ. Now tonight, we want to expose fear, fear, exposing the spirit of fear and failure. Exposing the spirit of fear and failure. Amen. Now, I want us to jump straight to the book of 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1. It says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. For God hath not, for God hath not given us. Please sit, sit down. Those talking in the back. Amen. Protocol. You shouldn't be talking to anyone. Amen. Let's keep this place in order. For God, God hath not. God hath not. That means that, number one, there is something called the spirit of fear. Amen. So fear is not your mind. Fear is not psychological. Fear is a spirit. Say fear is a spirit. So anyone that is walking in fear, there is a spirit of fear that has been released unto you. And here Paul is making us understand that God has not given us that spirit. And if God has not given to us, therefore we will not receive it. And if you see, if you if you are experiencing fear in your life, it is a sign that you have received the gift of fear. And today, wherever that package came from, we send it back to the sender. I said, wherever the package of fear came from into your life, we reject it in Jesus' name. Say, I reject it in the name of Jesus. Say, I will not be afraid. The number one enemy of your purpose in life is fear. Some of you have not been able to fulfill your assignment as a result of fear. Satan needs your fear to strengthen himself. The devil that is working in your life needs your fear in order for them to be strong. If you can take away fear from your life, there is no devil that can stay in your life. You wouldn't believe that, eh? <laughs> Satan cannot stay in your life and continue to afflict you without fear. Many destinies have been hijacked as a result of fear. Because the devil is only stronger by your fear. He's looking for you to open that door so that he can get stronger. But today, but today, we remove every form of fear in our lives in the name of Jesus. The formula of failure is fear. If you want to fail in life, I have a simple formula for you called fear. 
So, so if you keep entertaining fear in your life, you will automatically what? Fail. What happened to Job? Job chapter 3 verse 25, I believe. What happened to him? What did he say? He said, for the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. That stands to reason that the things that we are afraid of are invitation of those things. You see, when you open the door of fear, you are inviting that particular thing that you are afraid of to come. So if I'm afraid that I would die before my time, the problem is not the death. The problem is the fear. Because the moment I accept the fear, then the death, the spirit of death will come. That is why I said that Satan cannot stay in your life without fear. Fear in a satanic kingdom is as the Holy Ghost in the kingdom of God. But the only difference is that the Holy Ghost is a person and fear is a force. And Satan can never accomplish anything without fear. So the moment you begin to sense fear, it is a warning in the spirit that Satan is there. Some of you are praying for God to open door for you to marry. A man entered your life. You have been praying about this man, but there is something in you that brings fear. It is a sign that that man is not the right man. That woman is not the right woman because of fear. You can cover it up with all your tongues. But within yourself, you know that there's something wrong. It's just a matter of time. You're always walking in fear. Something is not right. It's a red flag. It's a red light in the realms of the spirit. It is a sign that the Lord is saying, take a break. Stop right now. Because the direction you are going is a negative direction. So for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Fear in Job's situation. He said that for what? He said for God. You know, go back. He said, he said for what? For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. And that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Which stands to reason that fear is now in situ this situation. Fear is giving permission to the devil. All right? In other words, it's giving permission to the devil to fight you. The thing that I was afraid of, I was afraid that my children would die. And the fear was giving Satan permission. As a matter of fact, it was the fear of him losing his children that brought Satan into the presence of God to require of him. Fear. Satan was probably minding his business. Until he heard that there's fear somewhere and he went to the Lord because he tried it. He tried a couple of times and he saw that there was a hedge and he said, Lord, 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 let me now go because they're having a meeting. Let me appear there. 
And Job appeared there and the conversation began to go on. And the Lord said, I will remove the hedge. Now go and attack. Because of fear. Satan probably would have never asked of him if it wasn't the fear. So the fear was asking for permission. Satan, can you come to my house? Can you kill my husband? Because you're afraid that you lose your husband. Can you come to my children? Because you're afraid that your children will turn out bad. No. Today we kill every form of fear. Oh, we lay the axe to the root of the tree. We must uproot every fear. It shall be well with us and our children. Fear must go. You're afraid that you will marry a witch. You're on the heading on the witch direction. I'm telling you the truth. Any one of you that is afraid that you marry a witch, it's just a matter of, it will happen. I guarantee you. The woman you marry will be a witch. Don't worry. May the Lord deliver you from fear. In the name of Jesus. Fear is the in the fear is the enemy of your faith. Fear is the enemy of your faith. So you cannot have faith and fear at the same time. Some of you are afraid and you proclaim, Oh, I have faith. You don't you don't have faith. The way you are behaving, it shows that you are afraid. So fear kills our faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God and to see him. It is impossible to receive anything from the Lord. Amen. Fear is a killer. May fear don't kill you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Let's read Psalm 23. He said, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through. The valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me. In the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy. Shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Forever and ever. Amen. He said, Dear though I walk through the shadow, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So it means that fear is fake. Because it is never the reality of the thing. He said, Yeah, though I walk, it's a shadow of death. It's not death, it's a shadow. And so he said that I will not fear. Most of us are afraid for the shadow of things that we see. It's a shadow. It's not a reality. Amen. He said, yeah, though, I walk through it. It's a shadow. He didn't say, yeah, though, I walk through death. I walk through the shadow of death. That means that, that means that number one, when you are experiencing,
can't see anything that can kill you, you'll be afraid. Anything that can kill you will bring you fear. And so we need to pray. You see, you see that's why when COVID came, the amount of people that died, not just because of COVID, though, because of fear. Me, I think I got COVID too. I don't care. I'm still here. You, you, you understand? As far as we, we thought it was just a common cold. <laughs> because at that day, they, 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 they diagnosed everything as flu, as what? COVID. Even a common cough, they say you have COVID. Amen. But who cares? Amen. Because we were not going to allow fear to take us out. I made a statement that day. I said, Lord, if you will kill me, then let's throw the Bible away. If, 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 if COVID can take us out, then why are we preaching? Why are we preaching the word? Then, then the Bible is fake then. Throw it away. I would rather die preaching it. Then I can prove that if it works or if it doesn't work. I remember the first day we were coming back. We had a meeting and something came upon me. We were having a meeting and Sister Esther came up with all kinds of regulations. I said, ah, I can't take it anymore. I said, we are not entering here with any mask. Just come. If somebody have COVID, let them sit in the back. Uh, because there was no way. My spirit could not take it. But none of you died. Those, those that were hiding in under their beds, they ended up dying. I knew somebody that had about 10 masks on them. And they died in their house. They didn't even come out. Fear can kill you. Amen. But I have, a, I have a solution for fear. That is the word of God. The word of God is your solution. Anytime you know the word, oh, there's no fear that can overtake you. You see, the reason why you are afraid because you don't know what God has said. You are lacking the knowledge of the truth. He said, you shall know the truth. And the truth that you know shall do what? It shall make you free. You cannot be made free without the word of truth. He said, when the Holy Ghost come, he will guide you into all truth. May the Holy Ghost guide you into truth. Because if I know that, you see, you see he said, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. If I know that I have power over, over, over COVID, you think I'll be afraid of COVID? So that means that God has given you power, strength, capacity, authority over what? Over fear. Over the thing that you are afraid of. You have to say, I have power over it. He said, behold, I give you power. To tread upon serpents and scorpions. You see, you don't believe that. You, you really don't believe it. You don't believe in the word of God. And so little things show up. And you think that your life is done. Because anything that can kill you will bring fear to you. And the moment you know that you have power over the thing. You don't walk in fear. Because then, like, ah, this thing can kill me. Right now, if I tell you to sit on a chair. That have four legs. Would you be afraid to sit on it? You wouldn't. Why? 
Because you know that it can sustain you. But if you know that it cannot sustain you, you will not, like, no, I'll fall, right? So that's what's happening. People are afraid of the things that they, are, they don't know. And so the truth of the word is what gives us that faith. It gives us the power over what? Over fear. And today, may the Lord guide you into truth. Say, Lord, guide me into truth. The truth of the word. In the name of Jesus. Now, it takes raw boldness to make the most of your journey on earth. Somebody say raw boldness. Say, I need boldness. I say, I need boldness to make the most of my journey on this earth. Say raw. That's why today I like when we sang the Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lion of the Judah. It takes raw boldness. We, we see, we cannot make it with fear. Christianity is not about fear. It's about lionic behavior. It takes lions to prevail here. Sheep don't prevail. Lions do. Some of you, you like the sheep. Stay sheep, you'll be, you'll be used as a Thanksgiving sacrifice. Amen. It takes raw boldness. That means there is no future for the fearful. There is no future for the fearful. My brother, if you are going to marry that girl with fear, there is no future in that marriage. There is no future for the fearful. You cannot make it with fear. God is looking for men and women that will stand and defeat fear. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because everything you are afraid of, you become a victim of. Everything you are afraid of. I always say to people, don't listen. If you are here and you are afraid for my life, don't please, I beg you, don't be afraid for me. Because I don't want to be a victim of your fear. Some of you, some of you place problems on your children because you, 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 you are the one that is afraid for them. Because you lack, you lack the word. What is the word saying concerning your child? You lack the word and therefore you move in fear. As much as you pray in fear. And a prayer that is made in fear cannot be answered without faith. It is impossible to receive anything from him. Even if God show you favor. And decide to answer your prayers. Because you, pray, you, you, you yourself is moving in fear. You can now receive it. Because he said, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear. That means that if it was given, that means you must receive it. And if you must receive, in the realms of the spirit, you receive and then physically it manifests. You cannot manifest anything that you did not receive. And so the fact that you are walking in fear is a sign that you have accepted the package of fear. May the Lord deliver you and may the Lord remove that package from your life in the name of Jesus Christ. It takes raw boldness. May I not become a victim of a fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone that fears failures ends up becoming obviously a failure. If you fear that you fail, 
obviously you become a failure. Amen. If you're afraid, oh, I will not make it. Oh, this class is hard. You have students, how many students do you have here? When you start walking in fear and start listening to other people because they didn't study and you accept their fear, you will end up becoming just like them. Amen. The thing that I feared the most has come upon me, Job said. I was afraid that my children would do something and they would die. That was what I feared the most. It has come upon me. I was afraid I would lose all my money. I was afraid that I would lose all my money because I came from a poor family. And because I came from a poor family, I'm always afraid that I don't have enough. And that will lead you to poverty. I was afraid because my mom divorced. Me too. I'm afraid that I will end up like my mom. You are heading towards the path. I don't care if you pray in tongues or not. Don't be covering your faith, your fear with faith. It does not match. They don't work together. Amen. Say there is no future for the fearful in the name of Jesus. Most of the failures today among Christians can be traced to what we call fear. Anyone that is failing in the kingdom, when you trace it, you see fear somewhere. It's not because they were not smart enough. Fear is what caused them not to cross over. Fear. 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 Today we cast away every fear. In the name of Jesus. There are many of you that appear to be bold in the face, but in the heart, you are like a vegetable. I'm telling the truth. They come here, act like they are. Ah, kabam. I'm the Joshua's sister. I wonder, play kaba, kaba, kaba. But within their heart, they are like vegetables. Fearful. They are more than a turkey. Chicken, baby chicks. That is you. A little thing, and you are moving in fear. You lose your child for once, and you are shivering. Oh, how am I going to pay my rent? Faith! I don't know if you have ever been there before. Have you been in a place where you, you don't have, a, you don't only have one dollar, but the Lord did not cause you to be evicted? Have you experienced the one that is called Jehovah Jireh before? You see, if you have experienced him before, then you will never worry. As much as he said, do not even worry about what you will wear tomorrow. Don't worry about what you will eat tomorrow. Don't worry about where you will sleep tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take care of itself. But you don't know that word. You don't know that word. And so when you are going through a lot of struggle, we can see you. The same sister that was here, praying, 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 is now shivering. Some of you, your, your whole demeanor changes when you lose your job. The moment they lose their job, you see them like, there are people that when they lose, I say, Lord, let me get on my knees. Father, open this door, please. Please. 
So when they get a job, it's when they, their confidence comes. It is fear, brother. You didn't believe that God can take care of you. May the Lord help us. Don't be a chicken in the heart and pretend that you are a lion. Amen. Most of which, most of our fear is hidden. Man, you know you have one. Check your, check your life. There's something that you're afraid of. It is a hidden fear. You can quote all the scriptures that you want. But there's one thing that is a hidden fear. And today we lay the axe to that root. Wherever it is, we lay the axe to the root. And we uproot it. Say, I uproot it. Say, I command that fear to come out in the name of Jesus. Fear. There is no future. Say, there is no future for the fearful. You should go and put down your wall. There's no future for the fearful. There's no future. Yeah, the enemy wants me. I, I, no, no, no. There's no future for the fearful. Some of you, the reason why you're praying is because you're like, ah, Lord, I'm afraid. I'm turning 35. Hey, if nobody marry me, I'm done. <laughs> Fear. That, that prayer will never be answered. You see, you, see, you, see you, you, you don't believe that God can make it happen for you. I've seen somebody who was 40 that just had a child. <laughs> 60. I've seen somebody who was, who was 39, just got married. God is able. No, he's able. He said, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Now, is there anything too hard for me? I go to him in faith. The Lord, this is what you promised me. And I believe in your word concerning my life. That it shall surely come to pass. I enforce your word over my life. I'm not there moving in fear. Because some of you, if the Lord would allow you to marry, you would have been dead by now. Didn't somebody just died in marriage in Nigeria? A husband beat him up, beat her up. A, a, a powerful woman of God, anointed. She died. Now, was it worth it to marry and die? And so God knows the way. He said, Job says something. He said, He knows the way that I go. That after He has tried me, I will come out as pure gold. Some of you, God is waiting for you to come out as a pure gold in the name of Jesus. Nowadays, 35 look like 25. So I don't really understand what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our generation, things have changed. Our mom's generation, they used to marry at the age of 19, 20. They married because they used to grow faster. Yours, uh-huh. at least God is keeping you still looking like, because when we were 20, when we were, when we were 10, when we look at somebody who was 20, was so old. Now when you look at somebody who's 20, you don't see that, ah, there's no difference. Even some 10-year-olds are almost like 20-year-olds. Amen. Amen. So God knows. He knows every generation is different. Yours is coming. Say, mine is coming. Say, I will not be afraid. You know, fear is mentioned 365 times in the scriptures. How many days we have in a, in, 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 in a year? 365. That means that every year the Lord says, fear not. Fear not. Every day. That is the word. Fear not. Be not be dismayed. Fear not. Oh, he can change your destiny. It's just one day. One day. One day. One day. Just hold on. 
Hold on to the horns of the altar. Don't give up. Say, I will not give up. He said, do not be weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Some of you are almost at your due season. Oh, some of you, you are almost there. And the problem is that with the moments you are so close is when the enemy begins to hit you from all places. But he said, don't be weary. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep pushing because you are almost there. Who knows? Yours may be in July. That miracle could be in August. Some of you, yours is maybe in September, October, November, December. You may stop. You are so close. Hold on. Hold on to the horns of the altar. Don't just appear to be bold. But let your heart be strong like a lion. <sighs> you need a You see, it takes boldness to make waves in this earth. If you are going to fulfill your purpose, you, you need boldness. There is no future for those that are afraid. I keep repeating and I will keep repeating. There is no future for you if you move in fear. There is no future. There is no future. There is no future. There's no. Don't ever be afraid that you will miscarry. Don't ever be afraid that you will marry the wrong person. Don't ever be afraid that you will lose your salvation. Don't ever be afraid that you will fall and lose your place in life. Don't ever be afraid. Be bold as a lion. Know that it's, it's the one that I've started with you will bring you to a perfect end. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, before God gives you anything, he gives you the spirit of the thing. Now, he said, to them that believe, for them he gave them the power to become the children of God. So God gives you the spirit of the thing before you become the thing. And so the reason why he said that I did not give you the spirit of fear, that means that if I gave you the spirit of fear, then you become fearful. So there's only thing that God never gave us is the spirit of fear. But there's a spirit of power that he has given us. And if he gave you, can you please receive it? So say, I receive, say, I receive the spirit of power. And of love. And of a sound mind. Say it's a spirit. Say it is a spirit. So you must receive those spirits. When you see somebody moving in power, they carry the spirit of power. When you see somebody moving in love, there's a spirit of love that is on them. When you see somebody who is very peaceful, there's a spirit of sound mind. It's on them. Today, receive it. When we dealt with mental... <laughs> Mental illness, what was it? Mental, what was it? Huh? Mental health. I never knew that people are going through stuff. Today, may you receive the spirit of sound mind in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive the spirit of sound mind. 
when you when you sleep you sleep some of you before you sleep you have, your mind has gone through the whole world before you go to bed by the time you wake up you are tired you, you, you are tired because you travel all over the world before you arrive at 6 a.m. 5 a.m. Queen, queen, queen. <laughs> so yeah, apostle is not coming on. Let me go to sleep. <laughs> Mercy for real. Is that true? <laughs> you see, you can't answer that one. Amen. So say, I reject every spirit that the Lord did not give me. In the name of Jesus. Say, I reject it. Say, I reject it. In Mark chapter 11, verse 24. He said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye have, <laughs> believe that ye have what? Receive them. So it is, receiving is all about your belief. I told you the other day, you see, when you receive them, then you shall have them. So I receive the spirit of power, then I have it. If I receive the spirit of prosperity, then I will have it. But if I never receive it, then I can never have it. So if I look at your life and all I see is fear, that means you, the package that came from heaven, you decided to, deny, to, to reject it. But the package that came from Satan is what you accepted. Because there's no way fear can operate in your life without you accepting it. Say, Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. He said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That means you receive the power before you can manifest the power. You receive the, the power first. Receive it spiritually, physically, I manifest it. I receive it and I manifest it. So when I say receive it, what you are saying by your faith, by your belief, you say, what pastor just said, I receive. But some of you see, you, are, you don't understand spiritual things that we receive before we manifest. He said, whatsoever ye pray, believe. Believe that you have received it. If you don't believe that you have received it throughout this fast, nobody else can bring it to you. So I mentioned the other day that if you don't believe that the God that you are praying to is able to answer you, you can never receive anything from him. You must believe that this fasting, hi, the Lord has heard me. That's why you come and say, ah, with some confidence, you take a seat and say, Lord, I thank you that you've heard me. Boom. It is an act of faith. By force, by fire, the Lord has to answer you. Because you did not come here and doubt. Oh, did he hear me? Did he hear me? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You stay. I don't know for the end of the year. Nothing has now. And we will start another year. And people will be testifying. Like, me and my no, no testimony came. Because you did not move in faith. Move in faith. 21 days. No food. You only eat once a day. You've been praying four times a day. And you don't believe that God is able to answer you. That's something wrong with you. Yeah. Even if, if I close my eyes and I said one thing, I have to believe that God has heard me. And the, 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 the way I show it is the way I move. Come on, ah, it is already done. Lord, I give you praise. It's settled. Say it is settled. Because I have received it in the spirit. And now I'm going to walk in it in manifestation. 
It's all about faith. Just like fear can work, faith can also work. It's all about faith. Your faith say yes, God can never say no. He said, Lord, my faith told me that you heard me for the mid-year fast. He can never say no. I say he can never say no. Say he can never say no. I curse every fear. Any fear in your life. I curse it. Anything, you see, sometimes your spirit can pick up things. It picks it up. You better, and sometimes you'll be worried about one of your children. It's a spiritual, you are discerning something. If you entertain it, fear will enter. You stand upon the word of God, what God has said concerning that child. In this word, you stand upon it and you rebuke it. And by the time you can say, ah, I, I, it is already settled. Even when, you know, the teacher is saying, so as a teacher, it's already settled. It, it, it's settled. It, she's going to be fine. I've already dealt with it. Can you have that kind of language when doing that? Yeah, it's already dealt with. I handled this last night. <laughs> this guy, he's already fired. He, I'm handling him. <laughs> that, that's, you got to start moving like that. You speak with boldness like as a, as a lion because you believe in the God that you serve. That he's able. Say he's able. Say he's able. He's able to answer you. Say I believe. Because if you don't believe, then we will walk in fear. In COVID season, if we didn't believe that God can protect us, we would be dead by now. Tell him. Now it looks like COVID has left the building. Perpetually. Uh-huh. Whether it's there or not, we don't really care. Yeah, you, you may care. But me, if the COVID didn't come in 2020, it definitely can't touch me now. In the name of Jesus Christ. I just didn't believe it. Even if I had it, it was not going to kill me. And you see how the spirit of fear works. It attaches itself behind the sickness and use the media to promote it. CNN had it on their posts. 100,000 died today. But they never posted how many people were healed. But I heard that millions of people were being healed. That one they never posted. They were always posting the death. They were entertaining fear. This COVID thing was a demonic agenda. And many people, I remember somebody called me. Oh, oh, Pastor, I'm about to die. <laughs> and this person has left the church a long time ago. And somebody gave me, <laughs> gave her my number. She's, and she's like about to die crying on the phone. I said, who's killing you? Who's killing you? <laughs> He said, you're about to die. Who's killing you? <laughs> the doctor said, I have COVID. I'm about to die. We pray for her. Tell her to be at peace. COVID will not kill you. And she came back and testified. You understand? May you take away every fear. Don't ever put fear on you for anyone. Don't say that my husband will leave me. If you keep, if that is your fear, it's just a matter of time. He will leave you. 
If you're afraid of you, you will never get married. Oh, my sister, the spirit of never getting married has come upon you right there. Fear, fear is dangerous. There are many, many of, many Christians that are moving in fear. And today we must uproot it. Now, there's a story here. I have so much to talk about, but I just, Lord, help me. No, I can't take my time today because you have to pray. <laughs> Amen. Judges chapter 7 now. Judges chapter 7, verse 3. Now, look, look what happened here. Look, this is how Christians, some of Christians are, some of, some of these Christians. He said, now, therefore, he said, now, therefore, go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from, um, from Mount Gilead and there return of the people 20 and 2,000 and there remain 10,000. What am I talking about? This was when Gideon was going to battle. And the Lord saw the amount of people that were there. So now these, are, these people are too many people. If I, if, even if they go, they will never give me the credit. So, so, so this is how I'm going to cause you to eliminate them. Go tell them that those that are afraid, they should go home. Just like when COVID came. If you were to tell some people to show up, they would never show up. They were eliminated. There are churches that were eliminated as a result of fear. He said, go and tell them. And out of so that would be 32 people, 32,000. Out of 32,000, 22,000 people were afraid. They left. Fear is dangerous. Fear will cause you to lose your destiny. It will cause you to lose your assignment. These men were soldiers assigned to go to battle. But because of fear, they were not able to fulfill that assignment. 22,000 out of 10,000. 22,000. Are you fearful or you are not? Fear has caused you not to fulfill your assignment. Some of you are calling to minister to people, even in your family, because of fear, you have not been able to fulfill it. Some of you are called to evangelize. There are certain friends that the Lord is calling you to evangelize to them. But because of fear, you have not been, open to op you have not been able to open your mouth. Today, may the Lord deliver you from fear. In the name of Jesus. Fear caused 22,000 men out of 32 to say, I'm afraid, I'm running home. May you not lose your place because of fear. I said, may you not lose your place because of fear. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Have you seen somebody who has been diagnosed, pronounced with HIV before? You know, something, or cancer. Somebody could be fine, very strong, jumping around, having their best time in life. The one day they show up to the doctor and the doctor say, hey, you have cancer. And all of a sudden, the next day, the person will shrink. And become so weak and a few weeks, the person will die. What is the difference? 
So faith comes by what? Hearing the word of God. And fear also comes by what? Hearing the lies of the enemy. I heard a testimony. A man of God was sharing this. He said one day he was there and some guy, I guess he has gone to the doctor and the doctor said he got HIV. He said the guy was so violent. He came and said, I can never have HIV. And he was so violent, even approaching the man of God. Like violently denying that thing. And the moment he said, the man of God said that he touched the person and said, you, you don't have it. And right there, the guy went into the, to the doctor the next day, checked, and he said, there's no more, there's no more HIV. This is a real testimony. If he would have accepted it, he would have what? Stay with HIV. Say, I cannot have it. Say, it is impossible. This body cannot take HIV. In the name of Jesus. Say, cancer cannot stay here. High blood pressure, you can't stay here. Say, it is not for me. Some of you go, they say, the next one is tears. Oh, Lord. No, 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 no. When you accept it, it comes. It's, it's an invitation. The news comes and says, no, no, it can't happen. And the Lord said that he has carried all my sicknesses and diseases away. You see, that is where the word comes in. Listen, desire the word, oh. It is your life support. And that day, pastor is not there. It's just you and Satan and the word. If you don't open your mouth and speak the word to Satan, it is a wrap. It cannot happen. Can I have my food, please? Some of you want to be cuddled. Uh, baby, it's going to be fine. No, it cannot happen. Get up and go and get me some food. You know why? It kills that fear. It's like I'm not accepting it. And so let's go back to our normal routine. Because we, no, no, it cannot happen. We got to learn how to be bold as lions. That is how you prevail. Revelation chapter 5 verse 5. What did he say? He said, and one of the elders said unto him, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed. That means that it takes lions to prevail in this life. It's lions. It's not chickens. It's not lambs. It's not sheep. Yeah, we understand that sometimes we need to be sheep. But if you want to prevail, you see, it, we, we, we become sheep to be obedient to the, to the Lord. But we are lions to prevail on this earth. Receive the lionic anointing once again. Be bold as a lion in the name of Jesus. Be strong and be bold as a lion. You look at things in the, in the face and say, no, no, no. Me? No, no, you can't deny me. Uh, I'm a lion. Uh, I, take, I take what I want in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fear you can't enter this house. Ah, there's a lion in here. You cannot enter this house. Not in my family. You desperate of perversion, not in this house. You desperate of adultery, not in this house. 
You desperate of fornication. Not in this house. You desperate of homosexuality. Not in this house. Where are the lions? In the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot prevail just crying. You cannot prevail just, just sobbing every day. Yeah, the enemy is taking your son, but arise as a lion. Oh, you didn't get that one. I said, the devil is on the very taking your daughter. Arise as a lion and say, you can't take my, you can't take my daughter. You can't take my son. You cannot take my brother. You can't take my sister. Weep not. John was crying because the scrolls, he said, he said, heaven, the door was open and there was a book and no one else can open the book. And the destiny of man was in that book. And if nobody opened, the man is doomed forever. And so the whole heaven was quiet. Quiet. Because who is worthy enough to open the book? And then John began to weep. So Lord, nobody's going to help man. Man is dead forever. Nobody's going to help man. And he began to weep. And one of the elders tapped him. He said, John, John, weep not, weep not. For the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, he had prevailed. He had prevailed. He is worthy enough to open the scrolls. So that stands to reason that it takes lionic nature. In your business, arise as a lion. In your education, arise as a lion. In your family, arise as a lion. When you arise as a lion, you will prevail. Aha, the enemy cannot diagnose your child with any sickness. Some of you, your children are under attack. Today, may you receive the lionic anointing. May you receive power to overturn the mischief. To overturn what the enemy is proposing to your son. What the enemy is bringing to your daughter. Overturn it. Say, I overturn it. Say, I overturn it. Say over 10, over 10, and over 10 in the name of Jesus Christ. You will never prevail in the, afflict, in the conflict of life as a sheep. Only lions prevail. So last year when the Lord gave us this, what was it? The lion? Oh, most people don't understand it. Somebody even left the church because he says, oh, we are praying about lions. And, 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 and I saw somebody complain about fire, the fire of the Holy Ghost. I don't know if you guys saw it. She was saying, why do church people say fire? They want to bring judgment to us. Yeah. Ignorant people are out there. Now, the fire of God does not only bring judgment. As well, for our God is a consuming fire. He said he shall baptize you in the Holy Ghost and with fire. We are purged by the fire. And so when you say that when we are praying the fire, oh, you want God to bring fire to consume. That's the, because they are sinning. Today, some idiot somewhere said that they have gone to get an ID from a state. And that ID, they call him they. And one person, 
His, his, his pronoun is they. <laughs> they like, like many, like they are. Like legion, like... <laughs> Amen. And he's crying, oh my goodness, oh, let the state have allowed me to be there. Like stupidity. It's a, boy, a guy that looks like a girl. So there's so many different people in that guy. So they have to call him, they have to call him they. That, that is the kind of world we are living in. It, it would take boldness from us to stand. I'm telling you, Christians, it would take boldness because that, those kind of people, they are very bold. And now they are superimposing their will on you. Where are the lions? <laughs> oh, uprise and say, hey, not here. Don't cross this path with your nonsense. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord give us the power. May Jehovah give us power over fear. Some of you are afraid to, to lose your job. So, so you are not speaking up. I cast every fear from you. How come they can say you must honor our way, but we can't say that they must honor our way? I don't get it. They would rather force you to accept them, but they don't want you to accept your Christ. There's something wrong. Because Christians are, we talk like we are both, but we are chickens. We are vegetables. That's, we, we can't prevail by being vegetables. We must arise with the lionic spirit and say you also must Accept our Christ. And I'm going to pray here whether you like it or not. Because you bring in your demonic prayer here. When you show up in your rainbow colors, you are praying. So I must also show up in my cross. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, fire me. I don't care. The Lord will make a way. We, we, we have been bowing too much. Yeah, it remind me of the three Hebrew boys. You see, they got to a point. He said, listen, bow to this statue or you are dead. We'll put you in the furnace of fire. And he said, listen, oh stupid king. We are, <laughs> we are not careful to answer you, oh foolish king. Our God is able to deliver us. Can, can you say that? That my God is able to deliver me? It takes boldness for you to speak to a king like that. And he was not just a common king. He was the king of the world. At that time, the Babylonian Empire was the biggest empire in the world. The richest, they were made of gold. And you stand before Nebuchadnezzar and say, We are not careful to answer you. With my own interpretation, oh foolish king. He said, Jehovah is able. You fire, you, you put me in the fence. He's able to deliver me. If we can be bold like that, things will change. But nowadays, Christianity is the most softest. Even the Muslims, you don't mess with them. You see, for them, they pray at work. They don't they pray at work? When it's 12 o'clock, they say, uh, give me a closet. I want to pray in there. When was the last time you asked, give me a place so I can pray in tongues? Oh, you, 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 you. As a matter of you don't even want your friend to know that you pray in tongues. Because you're embarrassed. But the Muslim can be on, on 42nd Street on the side with the Ahmad and go like this. 
last Christmas, we were going to, we were going to Ghana and we were getting on the plane. Right before we got on the plane, the guy had his mat on his side. I was praying. I said, hey. So we got to start praying in tongues. We must, we must be bold to, 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 listen, uh, brother, uh, brother Kenny was sharing a story with me. He said there was a guy that they went for to get their interview for visa and the guy was standing in front of the guy that is interviewing him and just blowing in tongues. Like he asked the question, he said, yeah, yeah, that's my name, Kadila Bakatasa. And, and he prayed in tongues and he couldn't be denied. The guy gave, gave him the visa. Listen, may you arise with boldness. Be bold as a lion in the name of Jesus. Some of you before the meeting say, yeah, give me a minute. Let me, let me, let me handle some things real quick. Oh, oh. tell them, listen, uh, give me a minute. I need to handle some things. That demon that came with you, I need to handle that demon before I interview with you. When you go there and you, you scared, you move. Fear, fear. He said you cannot prevail in fear. You cannot be a sheep and prevail in this season. We need lions. We need people that are ready to face the challenge and say, we are not careful to answer you, oh foolish world. Our God is able to deliver us. If you like, put us in the furnace of fire. He will bring us out. And those that are always ready to die for God, they never die. They never die. God may not save you right there, but he will save you in the furnace. When they put you there, he will meet you over there. Father, grant us some boldness. I'm talking about real boldness. Real boldness. In the name of Jesus. May we not faint like the army. Like the army. The army of Gideon. May we not run away. But we will fight. You see, some of us, we have become the army that ran away. It's a warfare. In your workplace, there's a warfare going on. There's a warfare. But you have not been bold to speak up. None of you. You have not been bold enough to speak up. Moses is very bold. The Hindus very bold. They come to Christians, anything goes. They out there giving you Sunday to work. You are not bold to speak up. But what day do the Muslims don't wear? Friday? They don't joke with those days. When I went to uh, Dubai, I realized that these people don't play. Everything is shut down on those days. You, you, you no work, nothing. Go to a so-called Christian, I mean, a so-called Christian nation. And look what they do on Sunday. The guy will leave their store open for money. But thank God for Chick-fil-A. At least they are moving by example. Chick fil A said, I'm going to show how Christians should act in this land. On the Lord's day, we serve the Lord. We don't go to work. And they make the most money. Don't worry, don't miss Sunday because I'm going to teach about knowledge. Now, the knowledge of this world, huh? 
If you have it, be careful. You, it will be so hard for you to believe in the knowledge of God. Because the knowledge of this world tells you Sundays are the days that everybody go to uh, fast food. So you have to leave it open. But she said, no, no, no. I need to honor my God. And for him honoring God and shutting down on Sunday, God has given him more sales during the week to cover and be more than those that are opening on Sundays. It's to tell you something. That if you can be bold and cast away fear, the Lord will show up for us. I say the Lord will show up for us. In the name of Jesus. Say the Lord will provide. Don't let nobody, listen, this is not a season that you let anyone take your, your Sundays from you. It's the Lord's day. When they ask you, say, I don't even call it Sunday, I call it the Lord's day. Uh, on the Lord's day, I don't move. I don't go to work. I go to church. I go and worship. And so please, if you're going to give me this position, knows that on the Lord's days, I am out. And you say with some calmness, oh, yeah, I'm not in need. Some of you are begging. That's why, oh, can you please give me a job? No, no, we are not here begging. You got to go there like a lion and demand some things. The world, they are demanding. They can't come and say, don't call me a he, I'm a she. And you, you allow that to happen. They're demanding you to mention something. And the person is a male, so you are he. You can't change nature. But, but they are demanding. They are so bold. To demand that you call them certain names. But we don't even want them to say, know that we are Christians. That Sundays we don't work. That one thing we can't even do. Just like I said, if God will let us die in COVID, then let me take the Bible and let me throw it away. If you can't trust God enough, give you a job that don't make you work on Sunday, then what is your belief? It's just, sometimes you just got to challenge yourself. Have enough faith to make some bold decisions. I know people here that a Sunday job can say, I'm, I'm not here to take your Sunday. You can have it. I don't care if you're giving me six figures. You can keep it. Because my soul is more precious than your... <laughs> As well for now, there's inflation, so your money don't be worth nothing. You know, inflation has happened, and so, I mean, pay rate is going up, but if you are not careful, it means nothing. Because now rent has jumped up. One bedroom, they probably take $2,000 from you. Say, Lord, help me to be bold as a lion in the name of Jesus. We are about to pray. I don't know. I have so much to say. So the daily requirements for life is every day, no more, no fear. Say no fear. no fear. Say no fear. Now, the formula that works for people that move in no fear is one thing. You must have a strong heart. You cannot say that I'm bold and I don't have fear without a strong heart. Fear has to be strong. The reason why we pronounce that we, are, we have faith and, and then but things happen, we shrivel, is because our hearts are soft. We are weak in heart. It need, we need a strong heart. Say, I need a strong heart. Say, I need a strong heart. 
You need a strong heart to make a great mark with, on this earth. Without a strong heart, it's almost impossible for you to leave a mark here. Amen. In the school of success, you must remain ever mindful of the details. What are the details? In order for the keyboard to sound good, you must mix the minor keys and the major keys good together for it to sound good, else you'll be making noise. So that means that in order for you to move in faith, you must learn what the details of faith is. Amen. Say, I need a strong heart. In the name of Jesus. Now, for instance, no matter how much of the armor of God you are carrying on your body. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10, he said that the Bible says, finally, brethren, be strong. Be strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So this is the formula here. You have to be strong. You can wear the wealth of truth, the blessed plate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. You can have the shoes. You can have the, the, the sword, everything. If you are not strong in the Lord, it will mean nothing. So with all the armory we have as Christians, we must, he said, finally, finally. Paul was about to address something. He said, finally, I want you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then verse 11, what did he say? He said, put on the whole armor of God. So you cannot put on the armor of God by being weak. A weak-minded Christian, you can put on the armory and it will mean nothing. But if you are strong in the Lord, he said, then you can put on. So you must be strong in the heart. Say, I must be strong in the heart. So Lord, give me a strong heart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. When the challenges come, may you be able to stand because you are strong in the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Now, in 1 Samuel, chapter 17, verse 24, something happened. You see, we need some strong hearts. You see, David, a 17-year-old boy. Now, the Bible says, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man fled from him, they were so afraid. Military men, including the king himself, these men were tall, six, seven feet, with a sword in their hand, and they were afraid when they saw Goliath. And David probably was like a 5'5 five, five guy. 17 year old. Showed up at the camp. Saw this tall giant. Scaring everyone. And he said, now who is this uncircumcised Philistine giant? That is defiling the army of the Lord. Somebody says a strong heart. So it does not matter how big you look outside. It's what's in your heart. David had a heart. That was strong. And he went there and he brought Goliath down. Maybe you may be the last born. 
But because of your strong heart, you'll be the one to bring that generational curse down. That Goliath that is in your father's house. Maybe you were a young boy, a young woman. You are the one, because of your heart that is strong, you'll be the one to bring that Goliath down. Everyone is running away from him. Everyone is fleeing. But David said, let me go and kill him. When David entered there, the guy began to put fear, tried to put fear in David. But because of his heart that is so strong, no fear can enter into a strong heart. He said, he said, he said, Bible said, and he cursed. When Goliath saw David, he said, he said, am I a dog that you come here with your stones and your sling to come in? Like, am I, is this a dog, is a dog fight here? He said, and Goliath cursed David by his gods. Some of you, the moment you heard that, oh, this auntie cursed me. Oh my God, I'm dead. No, 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 no. A strong heart will say, ah, you curse me with your God. I'm also coming with my God. He said, you come against me with a spear and your sword and your, and your shield. He said, I come against you with the, with the Lord of the host. The God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. He said, this day, and he began to prophesy, that this day the Lord will give me your, your head and I will cut it. And I will feed it to the birds of the field. He prophesied his death. And that's exactly what he did to Goliath. Amen. A 17-year-old boy. How can he fulfill that assignment? Because his heart was strong. Today, it does not matter how you look physically. But may the Lord give you a heart that is able to defeat the Goliath. May he give you a strong heart. In the name of Jesus. Say, I need a strong heart. Say, I need a strong heart. In the name of Jesus. He said, this day the Lord will deliver you unto me. And I will smite thee. Can you say that boldly? It takes boldness to say that. I will kill you, Goliath. And take your head from thee. And I will give it to the carcasses of the host of the Philistine. This day unto... Uh, I said, this day, unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the field, that the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. David has something that nobody else had. He knew God. May you know God. I said, may you know God in the name of Jesus. Amen. The thing that has plagued many Christians in the church is what I call demonic timidity. Demonic timidity. It has plagued the church. We are so afraid of demons. The witches are home here. They are there. But it's about time we arise. May you never go back with fear in your heart. Anytime you go to anywhere be strong as a lion. Don't be timid by any demon. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say, I command every timidity, every fear to leave my life. In the name of Jesus. Now, because the church is so timid, we have not been able to make waves that we should. You know the people that, that invented the, the airplanes? <laughs> You think they were timid? Who among you would dare to fly? A <laughs> you put metals together and say, let me fly with it. Who among you would do it? 
it took boldness for them to invent the plane. Those men that went to the moon, who you, if you were one among them, you wouldn't have gone. <laughs> to the moon? Hey. <laughs> you see how we are so timid, so we have not been able to make waves. It would take, it would take some boldness, some level of boldness for us to, make, to be able to make a mark in this earth. the moon? Would you go? Aliens? <laughs> Some of you are even scared of spiders. There's no way you go to the moon. Say, Lord, deliver me from spiders. <laughs> There's a bug. There's a bug. There's, you're always afraid of bugs. I cast the spirit of fear from you. In the name of Jesus. You have authority over the bug. Just get a tissue and squeeze it. Squeeze. Squeeze it. You see? Fear. That bug is not even here. Look at her. Amen. Even skeetos. Skeetos. Mosquitoes. <laughs> you are afraid of skeetos. Say, Lord, help us. Mosquitoes. My, my kids used to call it mosquitoes. Amen. Amen. So we cannot make anything happen if we move in fear. In Jesus' name. Failure is not considered as the end. Today, every fear is leaving our hearts. May the Lord give us a strong heart. To overcome every fear. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord give you power. Say power. Say sound mind. And love. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So power, love and sound mind. Are the forces that God used to protect us from fear. When you know that you have power over it. You will not be afraid. When you walk in love, perfect love casts away every fear. It is gone because we walk in perfect love. And also sound mind, peaceful mind will deliver you from fear in the name of Jesus. The fear that you marry the wrong person will cause you to marry the wrong person because you don't have the sound mind towards the decision that you are making. And so the fact that you don't have the sound mind towards it, you will end up walking in it. May the Lord give you a sound mind towards your decision. Your next decision, may the Lord give you a sound mind. In the name of Jesus. Many of you are afraid to fail. May you not be, may you not be afraid. Because the Lord did not call you to be afraid. In the name of Jesus. Many of you are afraid to marry the wrong. You are afraid to take the next step. You are afraid to minister. You are afraid to sow. You are afraid to invest. You are afraid to do many things. Amen. When the angel appeared to Mary, he said, fear not. Fear not. My brother, you have dated a girl for a very long time. Take the next step. Fear not. <laughs> Somebody say, fear not. 
The reason why some of you, your marriage has been delayed because the person that should be proposing is afraid. Somebody say, fear not. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't be afraid that you'll be limited. Fear of limitation will cause limitation in your life. Fear of death will cause death. Fear of weakness will cause weakness. Fear of accident will cause accident. Fear of premature death causes premature death. Amen. He said, those that do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Today, may you know your God. Because I know that God said that he got me, I don't walk in fear. And I'm expecting 120 years in life. I, I, no, no, no. I can't die to. I can't die by any sickness, because 120 years. How can you, if you are diagnosed with a sickness, you can't live that long. And so the fact that the Lord promised me 120, I cannot die by sickness. I will bow out after 120 years. And say, children, I've had enough, and this life has been good to me. I will see you on the other side. Receive the blessings of the Lord, and I depart in peace. When I close my eyes, Jesus will be standing there. That is the kind of transition I want. Amen. It's I came to fulfill my assignment. I've run the race. I've finished the course. Now, let me go and get a crown. In the name of Jesus. Some of you are afraid of death. Hey, fear. No, 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 no. You are not dying anytime soon. You will live and declare the works of the Lord. In the land of the living. I curse every fear. Fear of death. Fear of premature death. Somebody say go. go. Say, out. Say, out. Out. say out. Say out. Say out. See whether you are 70 you are still young. 80 you are still young. 120 you are heading to. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say no fear. I had a new man. He was 70. He was so afraid. Because all his friends started dying. It wasn't long that he died too. Fear. He was always afraid. The fact that your mom died prematurely does not mean you will die prematurely. That's the truth. If any man be in Christ. Uh -huh. So I'm a new person in Christ. My, my DNA has changed. I'm no longer in my mom's DNA anymore. So when the forces of darkness are looking for me, not me, they can't find me. Because I have a new DNA in Christ. My whole body has changed. I was only connected to my mom by birthing. But now I've been given birth by the Holy Ghost. And so now I, I have a different lineage now. A different connection. So if the fact that mommy divorced does not mean I have to divorce. The fact that daddy's marriage is not well does not mean that will, my marriage will end up like that. And so I just want to say that to you so that you will cast away that fear from your heart. Because some of you have heard that yeah, generational curses, and so it has developed fear. So even your prayers are fearful. Lord, deliver me. I don't want to be like my mom. I don't want to be. You are tired of that. You cannot be. Say, I cannot be. See, it's a different language. I don't want to be, and I cannot be is different. Those that say I cannot be, they, they know what they are talking about. But they, those that say, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, that means they don't really know. Say, it cannot happen. Be on your feet. It cannot happen. It cannot happen. No miscarriages. It cannot happen. 
No premature death. It cannot happen. I will not make money now and lose money in my later years. That will never be. That you are successful now and later on you lose your success. No. What God has started in you is for generations. It will not end with you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May you not be destroyed by fear. I say, may you not be destroyed by fear. May the Lord give you a sound mind. A sound mind. Say a sound mind. In the name of Jesus. There are people that will never enter the airplane because of fear. They don't have the sound mind. But for us, we, we, we actually be wanting to enter. We say, give me the first class ticket so I can enjoy life. Somebody say, sound mind. Yeah. Even when the plane is flying, I say, ah, this, this feels good. But there are people that are sitting there like, Whoo. So sound mind defeats fear. May the Lord give you that. Amen. Amen. Because fear is a torment. May you not be tormented by fear. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The revelation of the love of God will settle your confidence. He said, he said, he said that there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. That should settle you that no devil can take you away from the Lord. It's settled. Say it's settled. Say the Lord loves me. And that's all I need. So I am confident in Jesus' name. So may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us now. Oh, the Lord loves you. Say, he loves me. That's it. When Satan is telling you nobody loves you, nobody loves you, nobody loves you, and you're afraid, you're afraid, you say, and the Lord loves me. And then you remember this, may the, Lord, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Amen. So knowing that God loves you, get rid of what? Fear. 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 You will not die before your time. In Jesus' name. Say, I have power over fear. Because God has given me power over fear. In Jesus' name. Some of you are afraid that you will go back into your sin. You are here. There's a sin that the Lord delivered you from. And you are afraid that you will end up back in it. Today, let that cast that fear away. Always remember that he that has started a good work in me shall perfect it. He will bring it to a perfect end. God will not start something with you and end you in the middle. You understand that? So cast away that fear that you end up back in pornography. Cast that fear away that you go back in fornication. Cast it away. 
that you lose your salvation. This salvation is not going anywhere. We, we, some of you are afraid that you will not make it to the rapture. Cast it away. Because the, the moment you are afraid that you will not make it, you end up not making it. I'm giving you a powerful, powerful key here. Let it go. Let it go. Some of you are afraid that you will not make it in life. But you are making it. Yeah. Say the Lord loves me. So I'm confident that I will make it. KFT, we are not afraid. We are not afraid. Say we are not afraid. He that started this ministry will perfect it, will manifest himself. He will always be here. It will not be one of the churches that came and they left. Somebody say no. Say we are planted here. We will flourish here. He said those that be planted in the house of our God, in the court of our Lord, shall flourish. Say I will flourish. Say I will flourish. In the name of Jesus. Don't be afraid that you will lose your children. Is there anyone here that you get that? That you lose any one of your children? Tonight, let it go. Cast it away. It's a spirit. It's an invitation. The demon of death wants to invite. He wants you to invite him to your children's life. Today is going. God loves them. In, in Psalm 105 verse 12 to 15, he said that as they move from one nation to another. And this is, this is a scripture that gave me so much confidence. He said, he said as, and one, from one people to another people. He said when they were, went from one nation to another nation. From one kingdom to another people. So as they're moving around in this life. As they go here and there. He said he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yeah, he reproved kings for their sakes. And he said, touch not my anointed. This, this scripture gives me confidence. Now, I have a lot of kids. And it gives me confidence that I shall be well with them. Because this scripture here, this powerful scripture here, he said he will not allow. When somebody suffered you, that means they will not allow you. God said, I did not, I'm not going to allow anyone to do them wrong. So when you are not there, God is there to fulfill his word over the kids. If a rapist is approaching your daughter, the Lord is there to slap that rapist. <laughs> you know, there are certain young girls that you, they didn't get raped. It's not like they didn't try. They couldn't come near them. Because they were worse over their destiny. As a parent, begin to enforce this word over your daughters, your sons. I'm telling you. So when you are not there, they will not experience some of, sometimes you know, we counsel people. They come when I was five. This uncle came, raped me. Like, what's going on here? Five. Five. And the enemy is now affecting their destiny because of that incident. But in our generation, there's too much light. Scripture must defend itself. You, you, must, you must stamp that thing on your daughter. Uh, stamp it on your son. And say, the Lord said he will suffer anyone. See, so, so when you are work and they are in school, you are peace. 
When they come home, you are peace. When they go to the playground, you are peace. Sound mind. Sound. Because you have done your homework. You have a heart. Your heart is strong to believe in what God has said. Even when you are driving back and forth, the Lord says he will suffer no man. When people are robbing people and shooting people out there, he said he will suffer no man. Even when the person is about to pull the gun, the Lord will slap the gun away. There's something called activating the, the angels over scriptures. Because behind every word of God is an angel. So when you say, Lord, I activate that angel over my daughter. This is a covenant between you and my daughter. That Lord, let this scripture be enforced in her life. That let that angel take up a sword and stand by her wherever she goes. That if anyone try, may the angel smite them. Uh, you may believe it. I'm, I believe it. He said, whatever you ask, pray for, believe that you are received. So it's just about your belief. If you believe that what you said will work, it will work. There was an instant, there was a story my wife was sharing with me. That there was this young lady. People were getting raped in the community. And this guy, you know, he was the one that was raping these people. And one day there was this young girl was walking by, by herself at night. And the guy was there. And the girl passed by. The guy couldn't touch her. I'm trying to figure this, get the story right. And they caught the guy and they asked him, why were you not able to touch that young girl? And he said, I saw two men standing by her. And there was no physical any manner. But in, the Lord opened the guy's eye to see that there are angels next to that girl that you don't venture. Don't get close. Why? Because the mom has prayed that prayer over her. That the angels of the Lord will protect her wherever she goes. So as she was moving in life, the angels were active. And so even if your eyes are not open, the angels will open your eyes to see that they are there. So don't touch this one. Eh, some of you, you cannot be touched at your workplace. May the Lord open your boss's eye to see the angel behind you. In the name of Jesus. Say, I cannot be denied. Eh, today, may you walk in the interview room with some boldness. Know that, no, 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 we don't deny the angel that is with me. He's a wicked angel. He will slap you, so you better approve of me. Yeah, that is a mindset. It's a dangerous angel. Be careful. Say, say this is your job. Take it. Say that I have approved that visa for you. You, be, you better approve it. It's a mindset. It's a belief. Somebody say it's a belief. Say it is a belief. Say I believe it, and therefore I receive it. And if I receive it, I manifest it in the name of Jesus. Say, no fear. You see, knowing God is the key. If you know God is that he's a provider, you will never be afraid of your resources. Amen. Fear of divorce. Fear of having a bad marriage. Just wave at me if you're afraid that you're having a bad marriage. Yeah, it's a good place to identify yourself to the Lord today. Say, Lord, I'm afraid that I'll have a bad marriage. Today we cast away, cast away that fear in the name of Jesus. Fear of deadly diseases. Fear of deadly diseases. It must go tonight. Cast it all away in your prayer tonight. Fear of animals.
fear of dogs, cats, mouse, cockroaches. Snakes. Amen. Fear of failure in school. Hey, today you better cast it away. Fear of starting a business. Fear that you won't have a child. Fear that you won't have a child. Fear that you will miscarry. Fear that you will get shot. Fear of poverty. Lift up your hands very well. It must go tonight. Fear that you will be in lack. Fear that you will starve. Who? Who raised your hand? Amen. Fear that your parents will die. Fear of your siblings dying early. Fear of car accidents. Fear of losing your Christianity. Now, most of these things that you are afraid, I can bet you that some of you have experienced some already. Those that are afraid of poverty, how's your finances? Now you see how it works. The reason why you are afraid is because the demon is there. And your fear has actually opened the door for them to enter your finances. Fear that you'll be a bad wife. <laughs> Amen. Fear that you'll be a bad husband. Fear that you'll cheat on your spouse. It's hidden. Somebody say it's hidden. <laughs> How many of you are afraid of rejection? <laughs> Sam, did you raise your hand? <laughs> he did not just raise her, he screamed. Amen. Now, nobody wants to be rejected. May you not be rejected. But the, the thing is, when you are too much afraid of rejection, you get rejected a lot. Some of us can care less. Whether you like me or you don't like me, I got I to gotta keep doing what I'm called to do. And so you are always looking for people's acceptance. Amen. I remember when we started the ministry, I said, Lord... We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't need nobody's support, nobody's acceptance. We just focused. 
And at that time, nobody really did support us. But we focused. And once we focus on God and not depend on men's approval, look what God has done. Amen. So don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. You take boldness. And tonight you're about to pray. We will pray fear out of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Tabernacle. Until next time, God bless you.